From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 275 for the week of April 10th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, where you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulatto Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Mary Jo takes a day six drive to the 1880 Union Hotel Wine Cellar, uh-oh, and Michael talks about a recent presentation at the Walt Disney Family Museum that celebrates animation. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and March Madness round three results on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. How was your week? Busy. It was good. Yeah. It's in the eighties. Oh, it was warm. It was only the thermometer said seventy four, but I swear, out in the sun, it felt way warmer than that. It was blazing hot today. Today, to yesterday was a little chilly. Well, it depends where you were. If you're close to the yeah. ocean. I think it's California's all over the place. It rained in San Diego, and it was sunny in Los Angeles. It's funny. Sometimes this time of year, I'm still pruning roses, and mm-hmm. my roses are blooming. Oh, I know. Mine, too. It, you, you should see my Disneyland rose bush. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I think Just a whole new... Michael, you have roses growing up your oak trees, right? I do. Yeah, we have 23-year-old uh, roses, climbing roses, in our backyard, and they're almost to the top of our oak trees. Wow. And so from all around our neighborhood, you see these trees with all these roses in them right now because the, they're blaze roses, they're bright, bright red, and they're just blooming in all the branches of the oak trees. Very cool. Now I know how you guys feel when I talk about sports. I have no <laughs> idea what anybody was talking about. Nothing. I mean, I know what a rose is. I'm aware of the flower, but that's it. You're aware that they exist. But, yeah, I know so, they exist. but you know what the Disneyland rose is, right? You really think I do? Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't know what the Disneyland Rose is. Sorry. I, I shut that part of my brain down a long time ago. Um, don't forget, folks, there's just a few more days to vote in our uh, photo contest. Somebody is going to win a five-day, five-night trip to the Disneyland Resort. So Ooh. it could be you or one of your friends. So. Head over to Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash disunplugged and look for the, the contest there and vote for your favorites. You can vote once a day for as many photos as you'd like. I'm excited to see who's, who the winner's going to be on this one. Has, has anybody taken a look at the pictures? I have. I have. Yeah. There's some really fun ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are. There are. Um, any other housekeeping before I head on to other things? Yes. Me. So I had nothing to do this weekend. And so I decided to, you know, I'm on a podcast and I should help out once in a while. So I decided to drive by a lot of the things that we've talked about being under construction. Right. To see whether, how they were doing. Mm-hmm. So I drove by where the Great Wolf Lodge is going to be. Oh, yeah. D- d- dirt lot, right? It's a dirt lot with blue <laughs> okay. still. Okay. You know, Where's the that one located, thing, Tony? I, I, and I actually, I'm not going to have to measure this. So it's hmm. a mile away, a mile and a half away from the, other Disneyland lot that th- remind me what it's called. Toy Story. Toy Story. Thank you. I, w- I thought it was Toy Story, but I was afraid if I said it wrong, I'd get in more trouble than if I said it. D- I didn't know, but now nah, I was going to say Toy Story lot. So it's a it's a mi- it's a mile and a half away from there. 
around it isn't the nicest. I'm just saying, know. but I'm assuming that once that goes up, they'll be they'll get rid of it. But nothing, so really no movement on that. Roscoe's has had movement. It's stuck. It is okay. Stuck-o'd. So where's Roscoe's, Tony? Because I drove over there and and you maybe you. You don't know me at all. First, you expect me to know roses. Secondly, you expect me to know directions. <laughs> is Tom it the knows. one that's He has to physically from- move me in the right space in Disneyland, or I'll turn around <laughs> and go the wrong way. Is it across so, the street? It's right next to a Peter? shell. It's across from the first. It's it's right on the edge of that first. Oh, I, I remembered of the the first of the Garden Grove block hotels. If you're coming from the south, does that help? No. Is it near? Okay, it's anyway. near the Target. Okay, I was gonna say Target's a good landmark. Is it near the? It's, uh... it's, it's north of the Target, though. So it's between yes. Target and Disneyland. Yes. Oh, it's, definitely. It's, yeah. it's near Battle of the Dance, I think. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 That's the defunct Battle of the Dance, yes. which is still, I drove by that. Is still saved. This still says Battle of the Dance. Nothing new yet there. So Roscoe's is actually being built. So we figured that one out, and then the Great Wolf Lodge. No. Oh, and then I kept driving. Past Disneyland, and you'll hear about it in the news, but there's great construction going on with the Buena Park project that's north of Knott's Berry Farm. Very cool. That they're calling the source. But they're building that thing. And then today I drove by the transit center, and that thing's going to be done quick. The transit center by the mm-hmm. Anaheim Pond. Is it called the Pond? The Honda Pond. Right. Um, that's be. I mean, they're really making headway with that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. When that's done. So there's your construction update. So is that one? That is that the one? Is that on Catella then? The transit center? It's well. I don't know exactly which street it's on. You can see it off of the 57. Yes, we're from California. The the 57 <laughs> and um Southern California. Southern California. Sorry, um you can see it off of. I can't. Even, I was even trying to say interstate, and it's not in. I can't say it. The 57. Right between the freeway and the pond. So okay. I'm assuming it's going to be on Catella, but it's, it's kind of hidden right now where it's being constructed. So I don't, I haven't like tried to drive by it, but that's going to be done soon. Excellent. Any other housekeeping? I want to tag along with Tony because yeah. I was over there too. And so the resort that's being built on the corner, the, I believe it's called Summerfield by Marriott. No, Spring Hill Suites yeah, by Marriott. Suites. Yeah, that one's that one's coming right along. It looks like they're going to have a real fancy CVS in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, has anybody ever tried Joe's Italian Ice? No. I saw it, though, as we were well, driving. Yeah, well, Joe's Italian Ice is going from Disneyland to the hotel, South and Harbor to the hotels. Past Target is this tiny little building with Joe's Italian Ice. That's a little hole in the wall, right? It's a tiny little hole in the wall. My friends rave about it. We've gone there off-site. It's so good. Well, they have now opened up another Joe's Italian Ice that's a lot larger and closer to Disneyland. Okay, that confused me. Is that a second one? Because when I drove by, I went, hey, there's one. Wait, there's another one, like, right down the street. Yes. Are they two separate? They expanded, I believe. No, but the I'm same, saying, are, the are they closing the one down to move into a bigger one, or are they both going to operate? Well, they're both operational today, because I checked. So I would think the smart thing would be to close the little one, right? But who knows what they're doing with that. So I thought that was really interesting, and I thought they got a lot farther or a lot further than uh, Roscoe's did in the time frame, because they kind of sprung up out of nowhere. 
So then I was driving farther to the north, and then I see. Were you see following me, or was Crown I following Plaza. you? Pardon me. Were you following me, or was I? No, following no, no. You? I was actually going south, not north. I'm sorry. I was going the opposite we, we, direction. We probably passed each other. We probably did. We were probably cruising, right? Yeah. We were like, we we're like graffiti, you know. Um, exactly, American graffiti. American graffiti. Thank you. But going past Crown Plaza and the Sheraton, I noticed that there's a new resort they're building. Did you guys see it? The water park resort. That's hmm. no. Wait, you're talking about the that's great. That the Great Wolf, the Great Wolf Lodge. Is that, that what I, that is? It's a that it's I a water park. That yeah. I just resort mentioned at? about five minutes ago. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't too sure. I wasn't sure. That's Have you been on the show, Mary Jo? Yeah. <laughs> Nancy just called you out, Mary Jo. No, I was it. listening to you, but I didn't get that. When that's why I asked you. You said that's why I was asking you where you saw this. Oh. I didn't see okay. Great Wolf or anything. I just saw Water Park Resort. See, B, I knew it was the Great Wolf. I just didn't. I didn't know that it is the Great Wolf. They used to have a sign that said Great Wolf. Lodge. Well, but if that's you weren't looking carefully at it, you wouldn't know it. You know, but mm-hmm. since you knew, since I knew it was Great Wolf, I know it's Great Wolf. And then when I measured it, it was two miles <laughs> from the from the pedestrian way, so I was that totally thrown sense. off when you said a mile. Wait, and a half, you so. said pedestrian way. I was straight. Mine was straight from there to um to the lot. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're good. So we're okay. That that make that makes sense. <laughs> then I also noticed that the Cortona Inn and Suites is being still being refurbished. That's all under scaffolding over there. Um. So I wouldn't recommend that anybody stay there right now. And the Anaheim RV Resort, the one that we've been talking about, that's Caddy Corner from the Menage. Mm-hmm. They've it it's closed. <laughs> Is that the one that Disney bought? Yes. Okay. I think it's closed because the gates were closed. There were no RVs in there, oh, yeah. which seemed really surprising to me. That was your favorite, right? No, that was my second favorite. That was your second favorite. And I agree mm-hmm. with you. I'm going to corroborate that because I saw I noticed that too when I was driving by. <laughs> As we were crossing each other. As we were passing each other, right? Yeah. (laughs) On the the harbor harbor, uh, drag strip. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, okay. So since we're still talking about harbor, (laughs) does anybody know? Now, if you guys all knew this, then it's go ahead. Tony doesn't know anything. That's fine. Did you know that the IHOP was open that's across the street on harbor from Disneyland is open 24 hours? Mm -hmm. Aren't most of them? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was an amazing deal. I thought that was pretty exciting. It'd be Breakfast more exciting if the they morning. had good food. Well, I know they yeah. might not have good food. Well, we have no relationship or I don't want any liable or anything. But I'm just saying if you're at Disneyland and you're there till one in the morning or, you know, one of the late nights, yep. it's a 24-hour place. Just saying. I I noticed – I didn't Nothing know they were all, but I, there's a sign the now that says 24 hours. I don't know if so. I would choose that over the Denny's. They're both – Expensive in that location, but well, next year we will put them face to face in the in tournament. Our, our, our in the tournament. property March Madness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just came. That's a great idea. Thanks. I don't have to think about it. Remind us next March that we're going to do off property March Madness. <laughs> that means that we have to try all these places, you know. Oh, that would suck. And we could do both Joe's uh, uh, Joe's Ice <laughs> against each other. We could do it's the same place. That could, that could, they could be the eight, eight and nine seed. Yeah. <laughs> I I almost know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and then we can have roses. That's all I can get, offer. It's too far. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Mary Jo? No, that's it. Okay. Anybody <laughs> else have housekeeping? I do. Go ahead, Michael. I have some Dapper Day reminders. 
Um, Northern Californians can enjoy a dapper evening on Friday night, April 25th, and San Francisco at the Walt Disney Family Museum for Animate Your Night Fantasyland Flare. This is in celebration of the new exhibition, Magic Color Flare, The World of Mary Blair. And the Walt Disney Family Museum is teaming up with Dapper Day to present an evening of fashion, fantasy, and flair. Also, the founder of Dapper Day will be doing a presentation. Um, so you can join the museum for cocktails, a live swing band, and more. So for details and tickets, visit their website, which we will have in our show notes. Also, they're starting to release the details for the September 12th Dapper Day Fall Soiree at the Disneyland Resort. So the full schedule and details will be released this summer. Um, the Dapper Day events, for folks that may be unfamiliar with it, are meant to showcase you at your best, and all manner of elegant attire is encouraged, from vintage-inspired classics to chic contemporary looks. And they drew their inspiration um, from the characters and the concept art of Disney attractions drawn by John Hinch and Herb Ryman. Um, so the fall events may be very hot during the day, so the September gathering, they're calling a, a soiree, meaning an evening party. So guests are welcome to visit the parks and dress up during the day, but the events are going to be in the evening. And hours in, for the Disneyland Resort and meetup times will be posted later this summer. Um, the Dapper Day Styling Suite will return Friday, September 12th in Disney's Grand Californian Hotel. Um, they will have booking details will be sent to their email list subscribers this summer. The Dapper Day Boutique and Dapper Day Pop-Up Shop will return Friday the 12th and Saturday the 13th at the Grand Californian. They will also have their official after-party folly on Friday night, and that will be in downtown Disney with live music and dancing. Um, the Fall 2014 event won't have the full weekend of events and presentations as spring 2014 did. They're limiting their fall event activities to mostly Friday as they prepare for a huge Dapper Day 5th anniversary and Disneyland 6th anniversary weekend event for spring, um, for the spring of 2015. And that date um, will be announced. So for Dizzers traveling to Disneyland for Dapper Days or any time of the year, contact Dreams Unlimited Travel for the best personalized travel service at no additional cost. <laughs> <laughs> and and we will we will be there also, I'm sure, for the Dapper Day soiree. And we'll have a link to the Disneyland Dapper Day events in our show notes, and we look forward to seeing all our Diz friends in their Dapper finery. Got to mention Coasting for Kids. We're still signing people up for Coasting for Kids at Knott's Berry Farm, uh, Dorney Park in Pennsylvania. We have people at Carowinds in wherever that is. Um, Cedar Point in Ohio. Uh, there are 11 different parks, Cedar Fair parks, that are participating. We'd love to have Dizzers at all the parks. So if you want to have ride some roller coasters and raise money for Give Kids the World, Check out the links on the show notes page or go to coastingforkids.org and choose Team Diz Coaster Palooza West or East, but mostly West. If any Dizzers are planning to going to the Great America one, send me a message at michael at wdwinfo.com. They haven't released any information yet, but I'm seeing people are signing up on, on the Great America website. Um, and I, I talked to somebody from Give Kids, Gets Kids the World, and what what's happening is 
one, some of the parks aren't open yet for the season. Right. Great America just opened. Yeah. And then so. the other thing is there's some, she said there were some new rules regarding re-rides, and so they got to work out some things as to which coasters they're going to be participating. So that's that's holding up some of the details mm-hmm. on that. But if some Dizzers are planning to go to Great America, let me know. Maybe um, we can work something out. Excellent. Awesome, Michael. We should um, also remember to plug the uh, the Arizona meet. Yes, thank you, Nancy. Go ahead. Oh. Since you... <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I thought you had it all right there. Oh, well, October, we're looking at October 25th. There's yeah, October lots 25th. of plans going on. For, for uh, Sign up for the... Uh, try and get added on to the Arizona Dis Meet um, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And lots of cool activity. I know we have a few baskets already for auction. It sounds like maybe there's even a couple fun nights. This is going to be kind of a whole weekend thing. So I like how it's all coming together. It is. It's going to come together quickly, which is nice. Yes. It's very Um, exciting. One thing we haven't mentioned in a while is Podcast Cruise 5.0. That is November 30th, 2014, out of Port Canaveral in Florida. And that is a seven night Eastern Caribbean, no, I'm sorry, seven night Western Caribbean cruise on the Disney Magic. So the newly renovated Disney Magic. So check out details on that on the show notes page. Are any of you if guys you, going no. on that? You already know I'm going on it. Yeah, Carol and I are going. Yep. I'm, I'm going. It's going to Jamaica. I have never been to Jamaica. Yeah. I'm I haven't really either. Excited. Very cool. So. So if you want to cruise with members of the Orlando team, Disneyland team, it's going to be a great night. We've mm-hmm. it looks like we have an awesome concert with um, oh Jody my, Benson. Jody Benson. How did I forget the name? The so, Little Mermaid. Yeah, and more details coming as 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 the event gets closer. Don't forget chat nights Wednesday nights 9 p.m. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wwinfo.com. And DizUnplugged.com is where you want to go for links to anything we talk about and links to any of our classic episodes. Classic. Yeah, remember the black and white days? Yes. yes, yes. (laughs) Live audience. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I don't remember that. Classic. (laughs) Any other housekeeping? No? Good? Okay. Over to Tony with the news. Starting off with some Universal Studios Hollywood news. The new Despicable Me Minion May... This is going to be fun to say. Despicable Me Minion Mayhem Ride at Universal Studios Hollywood opens tomorrow and will take visitors into the land of Gru and his support staff while trying to stay true to the film. The chief task for the creators of the new attraction, which opens tomorrow, was to tell an interactive story in the ride that fit within the evolving narrative of the Minions, according to Chris Mellon... Oh, man. Why can't it just be Susie Brown? Chris <laughs> Melandandry, founder. Say Susie Brown. Yeah, I just say yeah. According to friend she, of Susie yeah, Brown, exactly. According to Chris Melandandry, founder and chief executive of Illumination Entertainment, the Santa Monica-based animation company behind the films, it was important for us to make sure the experience of the ride was true to the experience of the film, but was taking you beyond where you went in the first movie. Melandandry said, "We also didn't want to step on where we were going in either the Minion movie or the sequel." The attraction designers also wanted to preserve the vibrant, gory-esque visual style of the films, much of them set in Gru's purple brick suburban home, and to build a sufficiently exciting ride that would satisfy kids and adults without making anybody puke. To meet, yeah, that's nice. To meet all. It's nice that they finally admit that in a press release. Yeah, this is actually no. This is this is my 
crack reporting. Oh, okay. No, somebody else's crack reporting. Um, To meet all those criteria, the ride's designer settled on the idea of minionization in which Gru, in an introductory video voiced by Carell, announces that he wants to train the park's visitors to become minions. Melodandry's (laughs) team, including Despicable Me director Pierre Coffin, the minions writer Brian Lynch, and animator Chris Bailey, work together with artists from Universal Creative, the group responsible for designing the company's theme parks and rides. The idea of training you to become a minion felt like an opportunity to be active and immersive. You yourself are becoming characters the audience loves. Before founding Illumination, Melodandry produced the Ice Age movies for 20th Century Fox, which the studio is now turning into a theme park attraction in Malaysia. The new minion attraction replaces another movie ride, the Terminator-themed T2 3D Battle Across Time, which opened at Universal Hollywood Theme Park in 1999, but since has lost attendance. So, very cool. I think it's interesting that they get the entire direct, the, the whole team for the, the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I just think that's pretty impressive. Okay, so, no, I thought, there, Nancy, it's Universal Studios, nothing? I know, I, well, I covered that, like, last week. Yeah, but not official. Oh, not official, I just soft openings. But yeah, I'm excited, I, I'm really looking forward to taking the kids over there. Because, like I said, that and Super Silly Funland looks awesome. I'm actually more probably excited for Super Silly Funland. <laughs> that looks like that was the area that where the kids used to play, like a big, huge playground, right, for the kids? Um, no, that is not the Curious George. Really? The Curious George area. There is another area. It used to be the old Curious George area. Let me see if I can pull that up. We're just going to have to go. I know. Well, you know, I keep saying. Now that I'm done working on my uh, gardening projects. <laughs> For the time being? For the time being. Yeah. I think I've spent enough money on my house and yard. I, I have officially been sucked into spring, so I haven't been paying attention to anything because I have sucked into spring. But today I finished my... Okay, or is this part of news still, or you just chatting? I don't know. Yeah, is she's it? chatting about the news. <laughs> I, we're chatting. I, I, and we're we're going to title this episode "A Rose by Any Other Name" because again, <laughs> we're talking about gardening. So, <laughs> all right, come, check back with us if you get that information, Nancy. Okay, well, there you go. In other news, knots related news, Buena Park has mixed mixed use project has been topped off. City officials and executives from Linwood developer M&D Properties and construction company Swinnerton Incorporated were on hand Thursday to celebrate the topping off of the source in Buena Park. Very cool. The mixed-use project includes roughly 400,000 square feet of retail. About half of that space is being negotiated. Officials have yet to disclose specific tenants or the makeup of real retailers, except to say that it will be a mix of local and international tenants. The project will also include a four-story hotel with about 150 wow. rooms that was confirmed to be a Hyatt place. And they're only, building another only Hyatt rooms, place. 150? Yeah. That's not that many, is it? No, but Hyatt places I don't think are that big are that big and okay. they're building one down towards Disneyland too. Okay. If you one of the construction you can see there's the Hyatt place. It's like the not the super night nice, like not as nice as the Hyatt but okay. they're like lower end. Not it's Hyatt so but they're lower end version. Wanamaker said the project generated interest from several major U.S. hotel brands that also included Hilton and Starwood. The event followed news 
announced last week that M&D entered into a strategic partnership with South Korea record label and talent agency YG Entertainment for a 54,000 square foot YG land at the source. YG's batch of artists includes Psy, and I'd say the other two. I don't think anybody's going to know any of the other ones. Big Bang. Big Bang's freaking awesome. I don't know who Big Bang is. And 2NE1, 2NE1. We know Psy. Okay. Are, um, are we still talking English? I don't know. No, no. Psy about. is the, what's the song? The big, the, 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 the well, now I can't remember it. The, the, like, Gangnam Style. Yeah, Gangnam Style. Oh, okay. But they're going to have a YG land at the source. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're going to like a Psy ride or something. I don't know. Um, wow. Okay. Okay, now let's think, though. Before we say wow, we need to be culturally diverse here. With the thing that's going into the the river dance place, right? To cater towards Latinos, obviously there obviously is a reason that they're gonna spend. They're gonna take fifty four thousand square feet. There's gonna there's some there is some market demand. Obviously, maybe right. not for me. I mean, I know Nancy really loves Big Bang and Two N E One, but um, and she's kind of down on sigh. But anyways. Thanks for paying attention, Nancy. Okay. YG Land. Listen, there's more. YG she's Land. She's listening to her side. Yeah, she is. She's listening to her hand style and dancing. YG <laughs> Land. Okay. YG Land will include 4,000 square feet of office and studio space, along with 40,000 square foot, with a 40,000 square foot, 2,000 seat concert venue. There will also be a store selling artist merchandise. The project is seen as a major boom for the city of Buena Park, which has long looked to breathe new life into the strip of Beach Boulevard it calls the Entertainment Zone. The zone also includes Knott's Berry Farm, Medieval Times, and last year added the Bodies and Titanic exhibitions in a space previously occupied by the Movie Land Wax Museum. The city is expected to begin a $4 million streetscape project in the Entertainment Zone quarter following Knott's Berry Farm's annual Halloween haunt. So, Buena Park is still... Going crazy now, with the. What, um, if I remember correctly, the Titanic and Bodies exhibit are go, are they going to move into the source after? Did we? T- I think we talked about that. Yeah, because wasn't Movie Land just a temporary thing? I think so because else? it well it says that after Halloween Haunt they're going to redo them like everything. And as I slowly waited for my Google Maps for people that need to know that um, the source is going to be on the corner of Orange Thorpe. And um, Beach Boulevard, which doesn't really mean anything to anybody, but it's a little bit north of the 91 as you take the exit to get to Buena um, Knott's Berry Farm. Again, the 91. It's two miles away from <laughs> Knott's Berry Farm. So it's not, it's two miles away. Okay. So the source. Awesome. But there, and I drove by it and the construction, it's happening. And now I'm interested to see about the $4 million. Oh, man, I'm having trouble speaking. Um, the $4 million streetscape. What that is that just going to yeah. be nice plants? Probably because the thing that's the thing with like Beach Boulevard, and then if you go further down to Harbor Garden Grove, it's great when you have all these nice things, but then you still have the old dumpy things that ruin it. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying we need to get rid of all these businesses that are old and dumpy, but you know, no Some beautification. Yes, outside outside the resort area. Yeah, it's interesting because they, like even not like Knott's Berry Farm is really Buena Park's really trying to make it like almost their version of downtown Disney with all these things. But the problem is there's no way to get to it. Right. And I'm, I'm wondering if Knott's or Buena Park, I guess Anaheim Resort Transit could do it. Will 
have a shuttle. Oh yeah, yeah like they should have a shuttle thing. to these things from Knots, or or so whoever they're going to work with Buena Park, so that you can easily get to the hotel down the street and the pirates. Like I think, I think they they need that. They need a trolley. They do, because Beach Boulevard's really a thoroughfare. Yeah, you know I drive by all that stuff all the time on my way to work, and then I don't even think of if I was staying there. You know, I know I think they should. Offer some kind of transit. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. that's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for Rapid Fire. Let's start with Michael. Well, Disney author and friend of the Diz, Sam Genoway, is supposed to be at the Stage 9 Entertainment Store at 102K Street, North Sacramento, on Sunday, April 13th. Um, but when I caught Sam online and said, hey, you know, I don't see anything on the Stage 9 website about this because I wanted to confirm the time, which is supposed to be 12 noon to 4 p.m. Well, he contacted the store and apparently there has there's some logistical things they need to work out. He's supposed to be signing his book, The Disneyland Story, The Unofficial Guide. So it's been getting a lot of advertising around here that he's going to be there. So I would say that if folks were planning to go to this, you might want to check with the Stage 9 Entertainment Store. We'll have their contact information in our show notes. Check with them before you go. But um, since there's a chance this may not happen. But um, anyway, but it's a great book, The Disneyland Story, The Unofficial Guide. So um, you might want to check that out. We'll have a link um, to the Facebook page for The Disneyland Story also in our show notes. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Mary Jo? We always hear about the San Diego Zoo, but here in Los Angeles, we also have a zoo. And the cool thing about our zoo is, well, kind of uncool, was back in 2012, uh, we lost the last lion there. So they've had no lions at the zoo. Did it run away? No, it it died. It it was of old age. And they just never replaced it. So the, the zoo had no lions, and I've never heard of, especially the L.A. Zoo with no lions. Well... The zoo now has lions. <clears throat> they have um, the they got two lions in um, at the zoo, and so I would encourage people who come. And they they're looking for a thing to that six day in Los Angeles, or if they're coming up to the L.A. area to check out the zoo. It's also in the Griffith Park area, so you could see the carousel when you go over there. And right now they're celebrating Easter, and there's a lot of fun things happening happening over there but it's called the la zoo and botanical gardens go check it out and meet uh calissa and hubert the 15 year old lions that are now living there at the zoo yay Yay. finally nice do they have tigers at the zoo yeah it's really actually it's a really nice zoo and they have a really cool um bird show um that used to be i love our zoo yeah our zoo is actually really nice we've never done a piece on our zoo we should do that sometime we're members we should go Especially, I was thinking that's a great day six. Mm-hmm. The whole Griffith Park area, the yeah. zoo, the carousel when it's open, you know, and the horseback steam riding. Trains. Mm-hmm. Excellent, thank you. Mary Don't John. forget the uh, Griffith Park, you know, observatory. Oh yeah, and the observatory. Well, speaking of Griffith Park, Disney legend <laughs> and Walt Disney Imagineer and creative advisor Tony Baxter, and designer, hey, sculptor, and puppeteer Terry Hardin will be making an appearance at Walt Disney's Carolwood Barn in Griffith Park on Sunday, April 20th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tony, of course, is a 47-year veteran of the Walt Disney Company, began his career working on Main Street USA, working his way up to Senior Vice President of Creative Development 
at Walt Disney Imagineering before retiring last year. Uh, during his tenure, Tony worked on the design and creation of most some of the most notable attractions in Disney parks and had a large hand in the overall concept of Disneyland Paris. And it was his work at Disneyland Paris where he met Terry Hardin. Uh, Terry's a renowned, renowned designer, puppeteer, and sculptor in and out of Walt Disney Imagineering. She worked on the popular Disney Parks attraction Captain EO, uh, Jim Henson's Muppet Vision 3D, and the Disneyland Paris version of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, among others. And Terry worked directly with Tony throughout the Big Thunder Paris project. And noticing her skill and work ethic, Tony gave her the job of creating Disneyland Paris's Dragon's Lair attraction. So Terry will be signing copies of her autobiography, Tales from Terry, A Disney Sculptor's Life. Tony will be signing copies of poster art of the Disney parks, for which he wrote the foreword. Uh, a couple other people will be on hand as well. Imagineers Vanessa Hunt and Danny Handke, authors of that book, will be on hand to sign as well. Um, the Barnes Souvenir Shop will have copies of all of this available for your convenience. So very cool to be able to meet uh, Tony Baxter. A lot of people want to meet him. So April oh, and Tony's such a sweetheart, too. I know Terry Harden. She is a fascinating person. She's really sweet. She also worked on that fabulous movie, the Country Bears. <laughs> nice. And and she was remember the television show Dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was she was baby. Oh, oh funny. Nice. Baby yeah, was she funny. She was the puppeteer for that. And you I'm know the, the chickens in those Foster Farms commercial? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's the passenger chicken. <laughs> She's the puppeteer for that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So ask yeah. her about that with you, see Oh, yeah. Ask her how they film those commercials. You have, She's like a contortionist <laughs> to nice. do that. Nice. All right, Nancy? Okay. I have raved on and on about Amazon Local mm-hmm. multiple times. Well, if you're coming to do day six type stuff, oh, man, are you in luck for Amazon Local right now. Uh $40 to spend on the Dodgers, Lakers, Clippers, $9. Wow. That's a really good deal. 78% savings. So for every $40 you want to spend on those, you actually only pay $9. That's pretty good. Um, you can save 53% on a Hollywood bus tour. Prices from $19 a person. Those are normally a lot more expensive. If you're heading down to Long Beach, Dolphin and Sea Life Cruises, $35, save 50%. Um, there's even, there was one I thought was really cool here. Um, oh, there's a, also a two-hour celebrity home tour. 20 bucks, save 59%. Once again, we talked about, I know at some point we mentioned the chocolate tour and the cupcake tour. Two hours, seven tastings from $25 a person. Let's see. Oh, tandem skydivings, uh, paddleboard kayak rentals, Safari tour of Catalina, $30 a person. Uh, These are really good not, deals. I, yeah. Um, let's see. There was also, ooh, overnight Country in stay in Solvang at the Peterson Village Inn, $149, save 45%. 
uh, comedy show packages at Flappers, Two Night Catalina Island Getaway. Uh, oh, and for all of those of you who go back and forth from Disneyland to Disney World, one year membership for airport VIP lounges, only $69. That's a really good price. Yeah. <laughs> Considering some people have to pay $50 a visit to an airline VIP lounge. So, so yeah. Oh, there's even a fire eating or fire dancing class. $7. <laughs> You got it made here. Tom, here's one for you. Round trip Vegas, ticket to Vegas with meals mm. on the Las Vegas Express, $76. Nice. That is good. I mean, it. Oh, it, it, it's just amazing what you can find here. And, you know, all you have to do is go on, um, go on Amazon Local's website and then click on Los Angeles for city. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, sport fishing at Long Beach. That's cool. Twenty-two dollars to go sport fishing. That's actually a really good price. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Here's one in <laughs> San Pedro. Admission for up to eight on the SS Lane Victory, which is a battleship. Very cool. So lots of cool things. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Over, uh, Tony next. Okay. Since we've been talking about knots and Universal and all these other places. I wanted to let people know that American Express has just signed an agreement with Universal Studios, and it offers some discounts and some features that I might actually try to take advantage of. We'll nice. see. Um, so if you use your American Express card, we have an exclusive benefits, a wide range of exclusive benefits. Um, select discounts on in-park merchandise, food and beverage purchases made with the American Express card. At the um, Universal Studios Hollywood, if you purchase a VIP experience or front-of-the-line pass, you get to have access to the American Express VIP Lounge. The lounge provides guests with a relaxing environment to plan the rest of their day as well as enjoy complimentary beverages and snacks. I want to see what the – I'm, like, curious to see if it's worth the extra via the uh, front-of-the-line pass. The VIP experience we know is, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but – It'd be interesting to see. Exclusive experiences, including tickets to Universal Pictures film premieres, which really has nothing to do with the park. Um, it's right there. That's true. Private VIP preview screenings of select Universal films and dedicated viewing areas for some park special events. So, I'm just curious. I was thought if you have an American Express card at Universal Studios Hollywood, you might want to use it. Well, have you guys ever been in any of the VIP lounges that are in any of the Disney theme parks? No. This was just a way for her to go, guess who's been in the lounges at the VIP? (laughs) (laughs) Of course we haven't. Go ahead, Nancy. Please tell us. Well, when I worked for a sponsorship corporation, I I got to be in a couple of them at Disney World, and they are quite nice. So I would say that this is... if, If... this, if these lounges are anywhere like the nice ones they have at Walt Disney World, I would say you are in for a special treat. Okay, so the question is, what is beverages? Beverages is usually uh, sodas, coffee. Yeah, that's not exciting. Things like that. I mean, hey, you know, you're hot and thirsty in a theme park. And, and frankly, Universal is not exactly the... The uh, most shady theme park. Yeah, you're right. It's the valley, and it's freaking hot. 
Yep, and it's and it's on the side of a canyon, which doesn't help. It's about an extra seventy-five to hundred dollars to get the front of the line pass to see whether it's worth. But maybe it is if you're going to get that plus the lounge. Right. Yeah. So, very cool. Thank you, Tony. That is rapid fire, and now. Third round coverage of March Madness, Madness, Madness. <laughs> and there were some surprises, people. Yes. Okay. Lots, and, of, changes, lots and, of changes throughout the week, too. Yes, and again, I know what I'm doing. Okay. So, <laughs> we'll see. Write this down, Tony. Yes. Okay. Doing. So, Blue Bayou versus Plaza Inn. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm a little disappointed, too. That's a too. tough one. 55% to 45%, the winner is Blue Bayou. Wow. That one kind of surprised me a bit. It's it, Remember, people have to go there. You can't yeah. not go there. Yeah. I mean, in terms of food, I would still say Plaza Inn. But you've got that atmosphere. Yeah, that's true. And it is a one-of-a-kind yep. experience at the Disneyland. So. Carnation, okay, so Carnation Cafe versus Cafe Orléans. You guys don't know, so you guys have a guess? Carnation uh, Cafe. I'm going with Cafe Orleans, not Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. Hard to beat. And anyone else? Mary Jo? I, I think Carnation Cafe. Tom, do you want to I, tell them? No, go ahead. Cafe Orleans is in the power of deep fried goodness. Fifty-five percent to forty-five percent. Wow! Same difference between Blue Bayou and Plaza Inn, which maybe that's telling us that Monte Cristos are worth fifty-five percent. So now it's the battle. Plus you have the view. Yes, of the rivers it of is. America. So, so now it's going to be. Ba- I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the battle of the Monte Cristos. Blue Bayou wow. versus Cafe oh, Orleans. That's great. That'll be interesting to see which I one goes. I personally would not. How could you not vote for Cafe Orleans over Blue Bayou? I mean, I know how you could. But if you just go straight on, I don't know. I think Cafe Orlean should win, but I don't know if it's going to. So that means our number one closer. and our oh, so wait, interesting. Tony, who didn't know how to seed things, the number one <laughs> is playing the number two. Interesting. Did saying. anyone ever say Tony didn't know how to seed things? Can you just let just me do the self pity pretend <laughs> thing and Michael? Maybe it. we didn't say it, but we certainly thought it. That's true. <laughs> I did. Michael did. Every confidence Michael has in confidence Tony. in me for some strange reason. It's the others that, that don't. Um, <laughs> I just don't give her out to ass. Oh, so well, okay. At least you're honest. <laughs> okay. Now, Steakhouse 55 versus Tangaroa Terrace wow. was a butt kicking. Yeah. Oh, Steakhouse, Steakhouse 55, 72%. Tangaroa Terrace, 28%. And Steakhouse was the number one seed, so makes sense in the hotel's region. Trader Sam's versus Napa Rose predictions. Mm-hmm. Napa Rose. Mm-hmm. Napa. I'd go with Napa, but I bet it was close. It wasn't even close. Trader no. Sam's won <gasps> what? 62% to 38%. Those Look at this affordability. Actually, I'm happy with that. So am I. So Trader Sam's, the three seed, beat the number two, but they crushed them. That's huge, considering it's Napa Rose. Mm-hmm. I know. It's the whole experience in Trader Sam's. I agree. Trader mm-hmm. Sam's. I mean, because, you know what? Absolutely. It's accessible. It's also more affordable. Everybody could go get one drink at Trader Sam's. And it's so unique. Mm-hmm. 
Sixty. So I think square footage wise, Trader Sam's has got the most votes <laughs> per square foot. Um, but Trader, so now Trader Sam's will go up against Steakhouse Fifty Five. Wow. We'll talk about that in oh. a second. The hotels region. Okay, in the Disney California Adventure region, region, Carthay Circle versus Cozy Cones. Cozy Cones made a valiant effort getting this far, but Carthay Circle won seventy three percent to twenty seven percent. So I don't think. Not surprising. Yeah, I'm not that surprised either. In the other part of that bracket, we have Ghirardelli <laughs> versus Ariel's Grotto, and you're laughing. You're laughing because Tony ranked Ghirardelli 2, and Ghirardelli beat Ariel's Grotto to go to the finals of this bracket against Carthay Circle. Ghirardelli deserved the number two seed. I what? Thought of by Ghirardelli, yes. What was the, what was the percentage? 53% to 47. Wow. Good ice cream always wins. But Ariel's you know, Grotto. I voted for Ghirardelli because the prices at Ariel's Grotto are so crazy now. Take everything into consideration. So now we've got Carthay Circle. Plus, Ghirardelli gives you free candy. Um, <laughs> Carthay Circle versus Ghirardelli in the Disney California Adventure region finals. Now, I might now start promoting Ghirardelli. I might do some shady stuff and just have them win. They've gotten this far on their own. Now it's time for me to cheat. No, I won't do that. But I'm just excited that they made it this far. I don't think they're going to beat Carthay Circle. And let me think. No, they didn't have the most. I'm I'm a little nervous about this one restaurant that they might win the whole thing. And I'm nervous. I, I just don't want them to win the whole thing. I, we, I might have to just delete the whole file if this happens. The eighth seed Earl of Sandwich that I used to love. Against Marceline's, I know Marceline's didn't belong to go that far. 77% to 23%. I think that's appropriate. No, I think it is compared to who they played against. I just don't want Earl of Sandwich to win the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I don't. See, I knew on some brackets this was an eight. Obviously, they shouldn't have been an eight seed. I know. Um, Tortilla Joe's versus Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. What are your predictions? That was another tough one. I'm going to go Tortilla Joe's. I'm going to go with Jazz. I'll take Brennan. I'm sorry, what were you going to say, Michael? I I just think there's a lot of people that like, you know, Mexican food and margaritas. I thought Tortilla Joe's could win it all. They're not going to be able to because Ralph Brennan's Jazz Uh, Kitchen won 56% to 44%. Wow, not even close. Well, yeah, you're right. It wasn't even close. (laughs) Some people are just not adventurous. Wow, I don't know if it's going to say that much about him, but did you th- I think Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is just as adventurous as Tortilla yeah. Joe's. Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, uh, some, parts, some parts of the menu, but you can get a regular steak, so yeah. Okay. So, now we've got Earl of Sandwich versus Ralph Brennan's mm. for Downtown Disney Supremacy. Ralph Brennan should be should be the best restaurant in downtown Disney. I have a hard time with Earl of Sandwich being it based on the how that they've they've lowered. But I also think I'm maybe if if listeners are actually voting, I'm pushing people to feel sorry for Earl of Sandwich is great, <laughs> and they're probably voting because I'm giving them such a hard time. Or they really like it. <laughs> yeah, they do. I I liked it. I don't not like it. I just think they don't, aren't worthy of. The name of Earl of Sandwich, like the one in Florida was. Or even the one in Vegas. Okay, so who you guys think is going to win? Earl versus Ralph Brennan's. Earl. I know. I think Earl Brennan's. I'm worried about that, but I hope Earl wins. I mean, I'm sorry, I hope Brennan's I hope Brennan's wins too, but I think Earl Sandwich is going to win. They had the biggest um, margin 
difference, but they also played against the weakest, probably, yeah. competition. Yeah. So. I'm okay. Carthay Circle versus Ghirardelli. I don't see how Carthay Circle does not yeah, win that. Yeah. yeah. Circle's got to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hotels, Region, Steakhouse 55 versus Trader Sam's. Sam's. I don't know. I, I think Steakhouse 55 is the most overrated of the top restaurants. Wow. But, yeah, I, Carol and I don't care for it. Okay. But um, I hope Trader Sam's wins, but I think Steakhouse will. See, People love Steakhouse 55. Now, here's why I think Trader Sam's is going to win. Trader Sam's had the hardest competition, if you look at it. They had to beat mm-hmm. Napa Rose. They beat Napa Rose. And they beat Napa Rose handily. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that's they, I mean, true. they scored. They went 62% to, and Napa Rose only got 38. Steakhouse 55 got 72 to 28, but Tangaroa Terrace, I think, was as far as it could go. You know? So steak. Yeah, but there, go ahead. I thought maybe Napa Rose didn't do as well, too, because some people, rightly or wrongly, think it's a bit pretentious. True. It is. So we've got Steakhouse 55 versus Trader Sam's. And then in the Disneyland region, like we said, this is we ha- like the closest. Cafe Orleans and Blue Bayou got basically the same amount of votes. Yeah, they did almost yeah. exactly. Cafe Orleans and Blue Bayou both got fifty-five percent. They both went up against another restaurant that was very formidable. So, I it's yeah, I don't. That's your vote does count on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Cafe Orleans should win. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to, though. Yeah, now that Blue Bayou's improved their menu, I think it's going to be tough. I think, I'm thinking Blue Bayou's going to win. I think so, too. Yeah, for the ambiance, if nothing else. Okay, so we think Blue Bayou is going to beat, our predictions are Blue Bayou's going to beat Cafe Orleans. Um, we're kind of split on Steakhouse 55 versus Trader Sam's. We all tend to agree that Carthay Circle is going to somehow beat Ghirardelli. I know. Um, obviously. And that Earl of Sandwich is probably going to beat... No, we are 50, we're split half and half on the Ralph Brennan's versus Earl of Sandwich. It's going to be interesting. I think Earl's going to win. So based on who's left, we need a prediction of who do you think is going to win at all. Because who, here's who we have left. We have Blue Bayou, Cafe Orleans... Steakhouse 55, Trader Sam's, Carthay Circle, Ghirardelli, Earl of Sandwich, and Ralph Brennan's. I think it's going to be between... Well, and let me tell you that if Blue Bayou, the, the winner of Blue Bayou and Cafe Orleans will go up against the winner of Steakhouse 55 oh. and... Uh, right? Am I saying that right? Sam's, yeah. yeah, and Trader Sam's to go to the finals. So we're so Disneyland against the hotel. Yep. Yes. So if we say Cafe Orleans against ooh, Sam's or Steakhouse, I think Trader Sam's could win I th- that. I think Sam's could win on that side, and unfortunately, I think Earl Sandwich could win on the other side. I know. Ugh. The other side would be what Earl Carthay S- Circle, California Adventures, Car- Carthay Circle versus um, Ghirardelli. And we all kind of agree Carly Circles and win. And then that winner would play the winner of Earl of Sandwich and Ralph Brennan's. I'm thinking Carthay Circles going to win. That was my I feeling. hope so. Okay, see, here's my – and the, I don't know, and the listeners might get angry. 
I think Earl of Sandwich is winning based on Orlando. No, nobody's going to agree or disagree. Or is winning what based on price? Mm-hmm. Price, accessibility, popular. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as it used to be. I mean, let's face it, there are a lot more people <laughs> who will turn around and eat at Ghirardelli than there will eating at Carte Circle. No, I guess you're right, too. And it's not like I'm not going to go back there. I'm like, I'm not spending whatever. I'll just get a sandwich. I understand. So, so if you want to take a look at the bracket and where everything's come from, you can go to www. Well, so you don't have to do www. Sorry, uh, tinyurl.com/slash/diz2014 bracket. And if you want to vote, go to tinyurl.com/slash/diz2014 round four. We'll put links on the in, besides the show notes. We'll put them on the Diz and on Facebook. So yep, definitely. Look for those links so you could um, check out the brackets and, I and think, vote. I think this March is Madness cool. is going to go well into May. So. <laughs> I love Spring it that the, that our listeners are yeah. Are I mean, we were going to end this though. early, but I but I ha- I I think we should just finish it out. I agree. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. And then next year, Mary Jo, commissioner of <laughs> off campus, <laughs> offsite, uh, offsite, offsite. Mr. March Madness, um, ho- Mr. Restaurant Reviewer. There. Yeah, we're gonna do offsite. So. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> we'll do like three McDonald's in the same, like all the different McDonald's within a mile. We'll all be oh, against well. each other. And that, 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 what's that awful buffet? Yes. Oh, Captain, 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 Kids. Kids. Captain Kids. Yeah, Captain Kids. That'll get zero because nobody will have gone there. <laughs> we'll, we'll do Captain Kids make that, if you put that as the four seed, then I know you're flawed in your logic. Yes, you're right. I, they would. They, they might not even make it. I might have the. Uh, I might say like the liquor store down the street bag of chips over the Seven Eleven. Yeah, Seven Eleven. They have the taqui. They have those like wrapped up breakfast taquito things. How do you know that? I've been in a Seven. I've not eaten one, but I've been in a Seven Eleven and seen those things. Because they remember they tried to put every piece of food they could on that little like hot dog roller, so they like invented foods, round foods. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, Tony. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.